This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, one thing, and we'll dive into it more with Ed, uh, with Evan tomorrow, one thing that is big is that, that Starling Marte is not going to be back for this Atlanta Braves series. And who knows when he's going to come back. And that's yeah, that that is huge. It would benefit the Mets more to get Stalin Marte back as soon as possible for the playoffs. And really, that's why the division matters that much more, too. Because if they can skip that wild card series and just go to the next series, hopefully that allows Stalin Marte to come back full strength. They don't have to rush him back for a wild card and make him play injured. You can get let him let him sit at the Brave series, let him sit at the National Series, but still get the division win and be able to to be back healthy for that NLDS. But we're, I'm not really sure where he's at, and that 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 is that is a rough spot because he adds so much to this offense. He stretches out the offense that much more. You know, you had Pete Alonso in the two hole today, and it worked out. A little bit. Not enough, but it worked out a little bit. And it's it's different because Pete's been in the three or four hole basically the entire season. Basically the four hole. It's basically been Nimmo, Marte, Lador, Alonzo. So that not be having Marte throughout this this stretch here, it's it's not saying it's nerve wracking, but it's a piece of that's been a sustained piece. It's been consistent. That's why Pete Alonso's not getting days off. That's why Francisco Lundor's not getting days off. They can't anyway right now with six games left. There's no chance of getting days off. But you need them around. You need that, that, that stability. So Marte not being around is going is, is gonna to be a headache for this series because now, again, you're relying on other guys to step up. You're going to see guys like Taylor Nyquin. I always say Nyquin like it's Nyquil. Taylor Nyquin um, in the lineup for at least one or two games. You don't want to see Ruff. You're going to see Vientos hopefully take his place. And you're going to see Escobar now um, hopefully man the third base. Well, not even man the third. He doesn't have to man the third, third base. Really, what it comes down to, I mean, you talk about the outfield positions. It's going to be Nimmo, Kana, and yeah, McNeil may have to play a little right field, left field. I don't like to see that. We saw that in, in Oakland, and I'm not saying that McNeil uh, misplayed that. Looked like he got his feet caught. It is what it is. But I'm just not as comfortable with him in the outfield. You need that that Marte glove. You really do. It's just not as good. Anyway, take take this for what it is. Take this win for as good as it feels. Like this was a good tasting victory, and the Nets needed it. And you got some support from the bullpen too. Listen, 
Drew Smith looked locked in. Edward Diaz has been locked in the past two days. Every time he gets into the, every time he gets the ball, it doesn't make a difference anymore. It's 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 shut down. It it is that. It doesn't make a difference if the Mets are winning, if they're tied, if they're losing. Edwin Diaz goes in, and if it, you just feel comfortable, you don't get nervous at all, and that is an amazing place. You know, we, I say in the back of my head, I'm like, ah, oh, crap. Mets are about to blow this one. Here comes Edward Diaz. Now's the time he's going to blow it. And no, he just shuts him down. And he shuts me up. And that's what I want to just put out there. Mets fans, remember, this team, this organization is different. This is not your dad's Mets. This is not my Mets. This is not the Mets that I used to know. Okay? This is not the Wilpon era Mets anymore. This is the Steve Cohen Mets. It's a new team. It's a new organization. There's new blood. Okay? So, yes, we've gone through the collapses of 2007 and 2008. We've gone through the horrible, horrific seasons where early exits, non-entrances, basically, awful seasons. What bad thing's going to happen next? And this team just continues to prove how resilient they are. So for anybody in these next six games, they're going to sit there and be nervous and biting their fingers because I know I will too. I was sitting on my couch bugging out. You know, when it's 4-2 and Lindor's out and McNeil's out and here comes Escobar, I'm going, ugh. I mean, how many times can we rely on How many times can Escobar come through? I don't know if it's going to happen. I, I, I don't know if it's going to happen. I, I don't think it's going to happen. And he gets that base hit. And he pumps the life back into you. That is the New York Mets of 2022. They are resilient. They don't fight. It doesn't always feel that way. It doesn't always feel that way. But in the long run, they always find a way to fight back. And that is the big picture of it. Now, tonight felt, and I don't know the, the final numbers for attendance, felt bigger. Maybe it's because they won. Uh, Tuesday, it felt empty. And now I saw a picture from t- today's game before first pitch and it looked empty again it looked terrible and i don't understand the reason for um a weak crowd i understand people have different things listen i myself was at the game evan was at the game so other things happen that you cannot control that doesn't allow us to get there but it's forty thousand people we're talking about to sell forty four thousand people or 42 whatever the number is to sell out city field and yesterday Look like there was under 20,000. And today, before the start of the game, I mean, it looked like there was 10,000 people. Now, I don't know what the final result was, and I, I didn't look at the numbers. And that's my bad. But the one thing I heard from Brandon Nimmo, that game versus the Dodgers, where uh, Timmy Trumpet came out, how electric the crowd was, and that's how he wanted that. That's how he remembered the field, this, the stadium when he first came up, 2016. And he was looking forward to this. Like, this is where we need to go out of our way to support our team. And now, listen, 
I can't say that everyone's going to be able to do that. We all have, people have work, people have jobs, uh, people have mortgages, whatever the case is. But if you can, this is the most exciting time of the season right here. In previous years, September's come around and the Mets have been out of it, completely out of it. I'd find ways to go with my buddies anyway, just to go, oh, you know, whatever, to Saturday, to Sunday, whatever. All right, Dickies, 20th one of the season. F it. Why not? Let's just go to a game. They had three more games left at home. If you could make those games, if you could make one, two, all three of those games, do it. Support this team. They need the support. Listen, they're big boys. They could do it on their own. But it would be nice to have a crowd there. And listen, this game, this season is going to come down to 162. It sucks to say it because you know what? I've watched other teams celebrate. I've watched the teams win divisions already. The Mets deserve to win the division and go out and celebrate tomorrow. They can't because they got the Braves on their ass. But if they can win the next two or three games versus the Braves, head back home. Let's give them something to be excited about. And they'll give us something to cheer about. So let's do our best. Let's get there. Listen, tomorrow, Evan's going to come back. We're going to break down more of this game because I know he's going to want to talk about it anyway. There's no chance that that Evan's going to hop on a mic and not want to talk about the incredible comeback of of, uh, the New York Mets versus the Marlins in what could have been the quintessential Miami Marlins-Mets series where the Marlins just find a way to just pour gasoline on the fire. It's that the Mets did what they've been doing all season and fighting back. And we're going to talk about that. We'll preview the Brave series, which is what we've been saying, the biggest series of the season. It is the biggest series of the season, and you couldn't ask for anything more. So enjoy this moment. Enjoy the next 24, 48 hours, whenever the the Mets game is going to be. It sounds like to me they're going to start the game early on Friday. And hopefully, and hopefully get it all in and then do a doubleheader on Sunday. That's what, I mean, unless weather reports have changed and hopefully everyone's all right, wherever, you know, it's getting hitting hard with weather, but uh, the rain and the, the uh, hurricane. But hopefully we can get everything in. Would have made more sense to do a Thursday game, but it sounded like the Braves had no interest in that. And that's fine. We'll get their best. We'll give our best. Bassett. Max, DeGrom, we'll set it up, and we're ready to go. Biggest series of the season, division on the line. Let's do this. Thank you for listening. You can always follow me at the Hoff WFAN. Evan will be back tomorrow with Craig uh, uh, for 2 o'clock to 6.30 on the fan. I'll be on with Tiki and Tierney, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And again, tomorrow night we'll be dropping an emergency podcast. Again, Evan's going to want to talk about this. And then he'll want to talk about and preview the Braves series. Uh, as again, the Braves lost. If you missed it, the Braves lost to the Nationals. The Nationals walked off the race, and it was so close too. I thought that the, the the Nationals were about to walk it off for the ninth, and the Mets were about to walk it off the ninth. And it would have been amazing. Instead, it took another inning for both teams, but in the end, it happened. Amen. One nothing. Well, not one nothing, but a one game lead going into Friday. Let's effing go, Mets. Thank you for listening. To another episode of Rico Bronya. 
We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Rico Bronya podcast. It's amazing, isn't it? Make sure you download it now to keep it on you at all times. <laughs>